This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 195 of The Real Word. Word is up. Ooh, we should back ourselves in. Yeah. Will you be around here? Back it in for what? Five weeks. Oh, you want to know what what date that would be? Yes. I will tell you right now that We'll be into like Thanksgiving. No, it's not Thanksgiving week. I guess it could be around there. Five weeks, honey. That's Thanksgiving. Mm, and I've got a I've got a trip right before Thanksgiving. You, okay, so we miss a do we miss a week there? So it's really going to be six weeks. So we're well, like, so maybe we should back it up to like your December we'll trip. We'll figure out. Let's back ourselves. This. I feel like yeah, we yeah. should plan the rest of the visits. All right. Based on we'll see 200. we'll see what happens. I know what's happening on this podcast. We've got Zillow murder and nudity. Murder. That is a lot going on there there. is a lot going on there's a whole heck of a lot going on and someone's calling you that you should you should probably be answering i know i really (laughs) should answer that call but we're not gonna do that we're jumping right into racket number one zillow pauses home buying as tech powered flipping hits snag this came out over the weekend i was shocked to see it they were pushing ahead very aggressively fast we just did a recent episode on the fact that they're not only buying homes, but they're buying them significantly over value. Right. Maybe they're like, wait a minute, uh, we just bought a thousand homes over market value. They let's, did. I think they did more than that. What's the number on there? Well, they bought 3,800. The last quarter. In the second quarter. I don't yep. know how many they bought in the third quarter. Yeah. Obviously they were still buying in, in quarter three. Mm-hmm. But the uh, email says the iBuyer operation has hit capacity for 2021, they're taking. I mean, they're a break. gobbling. Sh- they're gobbling so much shit up that they're pausing, pretty they, much. They are taking a break. They acquired the 3800 in, in quarter two, but they're going to stop pursuing new purchases for the remainder of the year, as it works through this uh, backlog of properties it already has in, in its pipeline. They said, "We're operating within a labor and supply constrained economy mm-hmm. in inside a competitive real estate market, mm-hmm. both of which we've talked about a bunch, right? Especially in the construction renovation." And closing spaces, Jeremy Waxman, uh, Zillow's uh, chief operating officer, said in a statement, we have not been exempt from these market and capacity issues. Now have an operational backlog for renovations and closing. You talk about renovations. You got to know some people in those. We talk about the last mile, things that you can do. You got to kiss some major ass. As a real estate professional that Zillow can't do, it's know and take care of the contractor's in your market, right? You can sure. do that and Zillow can't. They're just going around trying to get get prices and get people to work. I'll tell you though, the 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 thing that we're finding though the most is you could probably find a contractor. It's just that contractor can't find enough people to like not just right. show up to work, but to continue to show up for work. I mean, they're coming for a day or two and then leaving and, and certain supplies on our investment. How long oh. how long ago do we do we it's, order cabinets and when will the cabinets, what will the cabinet run be? How long? Well, so that was a little bit of a different issue because we did order Fabby Wood and mm. Fabby Wood shuts down for the month of September because they're a Jewish based company. The whole month though? Yes, because there's a lot of Jewish holidays. Usually they're yeah. at three weeks, but we're probably, we. I think we were closer to, to, to five or six because of that. But huh. again, other companies though, I mean, you're looking at at least 12 weeks. Yeah, I mean, sure. we know on 66 High Street, the development yeah. we have, it, some people are waiting Months. eight. Eight Months. to twelve weeks. Yeah, no, it's okay, taking so forever. You got all kinds of issues there. Now, if you go back to a recent real word, which well, was, then you, but then you go to like Sherwin Williams. They don't even have paint. Yeah. They don't even have paint at Sherwin Williams. Which episode was that that we talked about? Not long ago. 
It wasn't long ago. Okay, so 193. You just go back two episodes. Mm-hmm. We're talking about... You talk about your friend? Is that the episode talked about your friend? Yeah. yeah. We talk about family. the friend. That we talk about that TikToker. Good thing they closed those I mean, that out. TikToker just went viral for that whole thing, talking about Zillow yeah. driving up prices. They have been... In quarter three, we know because we covered it here in episode one ninety three. You got to go check that episode out, where they're dr- they're not driving prices up, but they are they were paying more money, significantly more money. The two houses I talked about in San Antonio for the home than what it was worth forty or fifty thousand dollars for more than what any of the comps in the neighborhood would go for, and now all of a sudden they're completely pausing. So it is a little interesting because it's like they were so aggressive with their purchases that they were willing to pay over market value. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? They're building brand trust. They're building mm-hmm. loyalty here. Mm-hmm. They're doing this and they know something now that we don't know. Now it looks like they didn't know maybe what their plan was for the year. Or they didn't realize how difficult it was really going to be to get these things renovated. That, I mean, that they certainly that's probably mind blowing. had an issue I there. mean, turn on the Today Show and like you'll see all the crates sitting out in the ocean. I mean- I mean, did they just take the, did, did they take the amount of capital for granted? Like, we'll we'll be able to push our way through those little problems. This is why real estate. Well, but it's it interesting though too. Very but I, local too for that. But it, it's all. It also is kind of telling. And again, it kind of goes with the next racket that we're talking about. Like, a lot of people were just grabbing, 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 yeah. grabbing. So they clearly were falling into the grab, grab, buy, 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 buy. I, I, I like the. I don't like buying thirty eight hundred homes and planning to flip them all. That's yeah. a really bad strategy because there's so many things. Obviously, you're in thirty eight hundred locations trying to get thirty eight hundred contractors potentially. Uh, you have market conditions that can change. We're still in a low inventory market, so that, that shouldn't hurt them really too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like the buying and hold. You know, BlackRock, what they're doing, just buying single family homes at scale and holding them holding. is a better plan. It's probably even more predictable for your investors, right? For your, for your shareholders. Well, who knows? Maybe that's why they're pausing to see what is their next. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're going to get into the rental. That maybe. would be a total shift, though, from what they've said in the past. I don't know. I thought they were going all in on this move right now to really ramp up to potentially opening opening up brokerages in some of these mm-hmm. communities. You know, so now they're taking a step back. I'm shocked. I think it's a it's a little bit of a racket. I think Zillow is still the clear beast. That the stock is down into a really interesting level that you may want to get in and start buying again. Uh, I have. I, hmm. I got back in when it was like hit 85 recently. Yeah, tell Whitey. Yeah. I have like, him start grabbing. I like the Zillow stock again. Hmm. Uh, but because I like where I, I think where, where they're going long term, they're not going to lose three out of four buyers u- using their app anytime soon. So, but this this is definitely a red flag in terms of, you know, what their plan is with buying all of these homes. Hmm. Racket number two. Uh, we'll link this article up. It's a crazy one. 84-year-old buyer fatally shoots his agent over a home dispute. All right. So this is in Portsmouth, Virginia. Okay. This was sort of trending last week, but we thought it was It was trending and then visiting. they had a follow-up to the story. Yeah. Well, we were going to talk about it last week, but we were like, we don't know the details. Yeah. So we're like, this is a little anticlimactic. All we know is that there was death. Inman covered it. I'm going off the Realtor Mag article. We'll link that one up, but Inman also covered it. And 
and it's been all over. You know, people have shared it. Yeah. Agents have shared it all over. So, all right. So you've got this home buyer, 84 years old. He just moved into his new home in uh, Portsmouth. He had purchased the house sight unseen. Okay, from Alabama. Mm-hmm. So he moves in. The next day, he calls his real estate agent asking to return to the house. Mm-hmm. This is what a neighbor said. So the agent, 41-year-old agent, uh, real estate professional with Long and Foster in Suffolk, Virginia, arrived at the house to talk with the man about his concerns. Buyer had some concerns. And the conversation turned deadly. The police arrive. Uh, they were later called to the home where they say that this buyer admitted to them that he killed the agent. Mm-hmm. So after he admits it, he was speaking for police from his doorstep. He quickly shut the door to his home, grabbed uh, his gun, and, and a gunshot ran out, and he had mm-hmm. taken his own life. Right. So there you go. Uh, that's, I guess, what happened. And, uh, you know, the, the police obviously found the agent later inside mm-hmm. the home with, with the gunshot, fatal gunshot wound. So yeah. we always have... have when in past, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about the uh, Beverly. Yep. Uh, situation. I forget her full I'm name. I'm blanking on her yeah, name too because yeah. that was not that was a while. that was a long time ago, but not it, long enough ago. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Eight years was that a lot eight of these ago? situations. No, it wasn't eight years ago. I think it was like twelve four years ago. No, no, no. It was we covered long. on the real word. No, we didn't. No. I I really feel like okay, you keep talking. All right. Anyways, there's been situations. Over the years where we talk about women really having to protect themselves, especially going out and meeting somebody for the first time. Right. Uh, yeah, I'd love to remember yep. w- the name there on that one. Uh, where they're going into a weird situation. They're at an open house and, you know, they're uncomfortable and y- things can turn and have turned out deadly where, yep. you know, women have been raped and murdered meeting somebody for the first time. Beverly at Carter. These homes. Beverly Carter, yeah. 2014. So that was, yeah, you're right. Seven years so ago. Yeah, I thought eight I, years ago, I know. Seven I years like, ago, yeah. Ah, he said I was right. Maybe there was another one since then. Reap. <laughs> that one, that, one, that was, was a tragedy. This was, yeah. this was really, I think, when it really came to light that um, brokerages really needed to start talking about, you know, like self-defense and yeah. making sure people knew where you were, telling people where you were going, Um you know, talking, I remember in our office, it was like, you know, if you called the office, it was like the red file that in like with like the address so people would know that you were in danger. Um, okay, and we and we really stressed, I, I know we've talked about this situation, maybe like a situation like this mm-hmm. on the real world in the past, but we always stress like women, you got to really be careful, mm-hmm. you know, maybe consider getting a carry permit or, Mace. you know, self-defense. Mm-hmm. You know, class, those kind of things. But now here is a situation where a male real estate agent went there just thinking, hey, I'm going to handle the buyers already closed. Closed. I'm going to handle just the concerns about the house. Yeah. Maybe doesn't know how something works, whatever. Yeah. And went over there and ends up getting murdered. Yeah. And that's crazy. Horrible. So you just never know yeah. what you're dealing with. Well, and that, and again, and we've talked about it, you know, again, especially in this market, you know, doing this sight unseen offers and, you know, we obviously gave our opinion if we were representing a seller, you know, sort of my apprehension about accepting it because of not this severe of a reason, but people being really upset on the other side. Yeah. 
I mean, it's so unfortunate. Again, I I do sort of blame, obviously, the temperature within the real estate market for this. Clearly, the guy was not stable. Um, but again, and it's interesting, though, too, because if it was sight unseen, he had never seen the home. I also wonder if the agent really ever met this gentleman, too. So it could have almost been like a first encounter, Doesn't too. Doesn't go that deep into detail it does based not. off of what I've read. But like if he has never even seen the home, again, I know we're, I'm making a few assumptions here about- Sight unseen will never work at scale, not because of a situation getting deadly, but because I don't care how great of technology comes out in the future, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, you are physically living in that house. And people, most people, mm -hmm. are going to need to see the ho mm -hmm. house, feel the house, mm -hmm. get a sense for it, in real life, mm -hmm. IRL. 100%. I mean, think about, I mean, even me as a buyer, and I I'm, i don't know if you can agree or not, but like I think every home that I have purchased, as soon as the place is empty, I cry my eyes out and I can't even believe what I just bought. And that's me actually loving the home mm. when I first go in. It's just now that it's empty and you can see it all. I always get a little emotional. Did you? Well, you rented first. Did you get a little emotional when you bought? Well, no, the first house I ever yeah. moved into, Yeah, well, I you bought. renovated it. I would like... I've never cried over a house. No, um, no I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's so have. sad. So um, again, I just, I could never, I'm such a control freak though. I could never do a sight unseen, but yeah. Yeah, sight unseen, it's just not going to work. And, and so listen, agents, that's a benefit. You're in a contact sport, but you're also in a, in a, I guess a contact sport that can turn really bad really quickly like oh my this God. one. Speaking of which, um, I mean, do you see the ad? That's <laughs> I'm trying not to look at this ad. Anyways, all right, let's go to let's go to the marketeer of the week, which is a total racket. Could have been a racket. Realtor stars in shocking full frontal nude photos to promote LA listing. I feel like these things are always happening in California. This is a post article and, and you can you can Pull it up and get a look for all these photos. You can also let's put the photo up yeah, right here. Yeah, let's put them up there. On, on let's Instagram. throw it up there. Let's get that New York Post photo after after we hear watching. Byron say Nicole, you were right again, and then we'll put the photos up. Why would you be right? In this you said thing? I was right before. Earlier, I'm just yeah. we're just repeating. Now let's yeah. put the photo up so everybody sees it. New York <laughs> Post, Instagram. This real estate agent sure is cocky. That's how they lead off the post article. S Stop it. Lately, agents are getting more creative in an attempt to promote their listings. One particular agent may have taken it a bit too far when he orchestrated a full, it says NS. Not safe for work. Oh, not safe for work. Is that what it is? Really? Did you Google that or did you just know that? No, it's like IRL. It's like a. NSFW, naked voodoo shoot, shoot. All I know is WTF. That's the most important one. Inside. So this agent, David Ferrigio. Mm -hmm. Congrats, David. You're the marketeer of the Congratulations. week. Congratulations. It's in his latest listing on Instagram. I have so three many questions bed, for, for David. Two baths home for 1.2 million in monterey hills and he says my cl clients are aware who they hired and my style of marketing they are fantastic people so he says they're aware who they hired and my style of marketing but were they aware that this was going to be their campaign for their house he didn't say that i, can't I, don't, imagine. I don't know the pictures had a lot of range one showed uh, Ferrigio. A lot Ferrigio. of range. I mean, the one in the bed, I feel like he was selling the bed. Maybe he was selling himself. He dressed in a gray fleece robe with underneath 
paired with Black Suede. So I, I got to know, David. Uh, were he's you, one where were you legs really, are completely spread I, out. I, in you the are really, you're scarred by that one. That one, you. That was bad. You have yeah. a, you're having a problem with it. I, I, the guy, the one in the shower is fine. That one's fine. You're fine with that one. You can't really see anything there. I mean, well, that's so that's what I'm. I'm curious. Can't see if, anything. It's are all you pixel really out. naked, David? Or you, you've got? I mean, he can't possibly really like that this one's spot. Fo- and you really next time. I have a great lady that travels for spray tans. Oh my god! You can get a little spray tan action. Listen, I, you're the marketeer of the week of. What I'm going to say not to do. Agents, don't do this. I don't care. <laughs> David says he's getting a lot of attention. He's on the New York Post. He's getting a lot of attention. Yeah, he's a little cocky. New York Post said he's cocky, not us. No, I I know. I don't think this is going to work out for you, David. Moving, You know, Tim Smith does some edgy videos, mm-hmm. and we've covered those, and they're fantastic. They're well, entertaining. He makes them, he, and he kind of turns them into a little mini series. This isn't entertaining. It is. Well, you're really like you're turned I mean, off. I'm like, very turned off. Real quick, we just went on to David's Instagram story, and he posted a story about how Compass, which we'll play that right now. So we you can, should play yeah, it. Let's play it right now so you can listen to it. Epic. Little PSA for you guys. Don't mind the sand around my eyes. I just got out of the ocean. But I received a phone call yesterday from a higher up at Compass, who was very respectful, very nice, who notified me that Compass has decided to part ways with me. Compass has decided to let me go due to the post that I made. I personally cannot disagree more. It's okay that we don't see eye to eye and disagree on that. But I know what I was doing, and I know that the post isn't for everyone. That's all right. Was a little surprised considering Compass's stock price is, what, down 50%, so I thought all this press might be a good thing, but I guess I was wrong. I'm on to greener pastures. I still got my business to handle. It's a beautiful Sunday. The New York Jets have a buy, so they're not going to lose. And I got a beautiful pumpkin spice latte in my hand. So Compass let David go because of those photos. Now he took a big shot at Compass. He totally went right for the jugular With and, the stock and their price. stock price. Which is true, by the way. And I've, I've been saying don't buy Compass stock. N- nothing to do against the company. It's just completely overvalued. And, and he mentioned that it's dropped 50%. And he thought that those photos might help the stock. Compass felt differently. They did it sounds not. like Compass felt like you did. They felt like I did. I mean... Now, would I? I don't know. I mean, that that's pretty. Would it, it's a it's a good question. Would I terminate for that? I mean, they wanted to make a stance that that they do not appreciate him letting it all hang out like that. Now he he thinks it was good for his business. Still, in that Instagram story, as, as you just heard, he believes it was the right thing to do. He believes he got a lot of attention. He did. I do. I still do not believe this will be good for his business, David. You can come on if you disagree with that. And we can. We could. We could definitely have you on the podcast. We'd I love still just want to know podcast. if he was really truly naked. I don't really think he was truly naked. It's just anyway. I don't think it does anything. It got you a lot of attention for sure. It got you, know, you fired. So it it got you fired. Got you fired. But he'll be he'll be able to pick up at another. Obviously, another think EXP would take him. <laughs> All right, David. Oh, yeah, I'd love to have you, David, on a confessional. You just got to wear clothes. All right. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap here. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Appreciate you tuning in. Please, if you're watching, consider subscribing and sharing this content with someone else who can benefit. And we'll see you in the next real world. See you guys. Keep it real. <laughs>